Hello, ladies and gentlemen, it's me, Daniel K. Welcome to Euro Truck Simulator 2 again. Hi, how's it going? Uh, yeah, I'm just here in the menu, selecting Gina, and going continue game. I think we're in the Czech Republic when last I left you. When last I left you. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, uh, this recording session started as me playing putt-putt. I got 10 minutes in to the episode and I just lost it. I was like, no, this is terrible. And so that 10 minutes went into a dark box in the back of my computer, uh, virtually inside my computer's uh, storage space, I imagine. Uh, and I'm just going to play Euro Truck because that's what I want to play right now. Uh, okay. So, let's see, where are we? If I hit drive. Oh yeah, we're in a um, we're in a hotel parking lot in uh, the Czech Republic. Hang on, just looking at a loading screen. Listening to the music and looking at a loading screen. There we are. Beautiful. Camera spinning around my wonderful white Renault truck. I'm parked next to a brown Volvo. Uh, it's a little bigger than me. But that's okay. That's fine. I'm happy with my white Renault. It's perfectly fine. Let's uh, enter the menu and bring up the uh, job market. Hit the freight market button. Let's have a look at what jobs are leaving uh, Prague. Around about now. I want to head down to Austria or Slovakia. Austria is directly in the south. Could go to Linz or Vienna or even Graz or Klagenfurt. Uh, Klagenfurt, not Klagenfurt, or Salzburg. Or I could go to Bratislava, Slovakia in the southeast. But my intention is to go from there, hook around the bottom of Europe through Italy, Switzerland, France. Uh, so let's see what's going kind of down so that I can go to the left. Uh, excavators to Nuremberg. Here we are. Tomatoes to Vienna. It's not an exciting load. 18 tons of tomatoes to Vienna. But it is profitable. It's almost 7,000 euros for a trip to Vienna. Uh, and I would go through... Brno, Bruno, Brun, the Czech Republic's the other the other city in the Czech Republic. Let's see what else we could ship. Used plastics to Vienna for significantly less money. Empty pallets, floor panels, uh, uh, coal to Dresden, packaging to Brun, Brun. Um. Maybe that would be a smart move. Because it's a short trip. It's 3,500 euros for a short trip to Brun in the Czech Republic. And then from there, I could get into Austria or Slovakia. It's kind of tempting. Yeah, let's do that. Let's go visit the other Czech town. Other Czech city, sorry. Uh, so let's go pick up used packaging and take it to Brun. Brun? Brno. This is embarrassing because in the, in the last episode... I got Editor Dan to read out how that city is pronounced properly. But he, like, for you people listening, you've heard that? If you've listened to the last episode of Eurotruck? I haven't heard that. Because I haven't edited that episode yet. This is going into the back the backlog. 
into the buffer, which feels good. It feels good to have a buffer. Currently got a buffer of like three episodes. And it feels nice. Yeah, so let's go to Brno. Bruno Burn. Let's go to this the other Czech Republic city. Okay, press the following key. No, I don't want to rest. I want to start the car. I mean, the car, the truck. There we are. Let's, I've got to exit the uh, hotel before it will... Um, oh, the parking brake is engaged. Spacebar, disengage the parking brake. There we are. Gonna exit the parking lot before uh, it'll show me the map to where I pick up the uh, used packaging. Uh, so let's exit the parking lot. The other thing I wanna do, okay, here we are. I wanna turn right. Uh, the other thing I wanna do is grab some petrol or diesel or whatever this truck takes. Okay, I've turned right. I want to immediately turn left, but I'm stopped at a red light. Yeah, because my tanks are almost empty. Uh, and if I see a... Um, if I see a mechanic, I think I've got like 12% truck damage, which is no good. Uh, maybe, maybe I'll start fixing my truck, because I don't want it to start like messing up or anything. Okay. Oh, shit! Holy moly! Okay. <laughs> I did something a little bit illegal, listeners. I was turning left across an intersection, and instead of doing the thing I should have done, which is wait for the oncoming traffic to go past me, I quickly raced ahead before it could get to me. I just raced, I raced the traffic in my truck, playing chicken, and it paid off. It went great. Alright, I'm going 10Ks over the limit, I'm going to start slowing down. I still don't really remember what the indicator keys are. Um, I'm approaching a roundabout. Maybe it doesn't matter that I'm not indicating anymore. Back when I had my old mouse, I was still indicating. I have to get that mouse back. Alright, going around a roundabout to the left. Feels pretty good. Oh, this is not really a left-turning lane. Ah, vehicle offence. I had a crash with a yellow car. That's uh, that's 200-something euros that I wish I hadn't wasted. I wish I had been in the right lane and not, not the bad lane. I've discovered a recruitment agency. Here you can hire drivers who will work for you. Oh, shit! Fuck, fuck, spacebar! Okay, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Uh, I was caught up looking at what the recruitment agency was. I didn't um, see the truck in front of me slowing down and stopping. But luckily, I stopped with a couple inches to spare. It was a jeep which I crashed into uh, back then. Alright, I'm turning right without indicating because I don't know what the indicator keys are. I'm accidentally going into incoming traffic. Getting back into the correct lane. Oh, going up onto the sidewalk. This is I'm a little bit rusty. Okay, here we are. Here's where I'm picking up the used plastics. The used packaging. Uh, oh, I've got to do a little bit of reversing. And now let's uh, enter the... Uh, Enter the menu. Select freight market. Okay. Yeah, take take me to Burno, please. Twenty tons of used packagings. Packagings. Your trailer is ready. Proceed to the loading area. Yeah, I think it's good to do a slightly shorter job. I reckon. All right, I've got a, a hook around, and then reverse. Man, what a great game this is. I really am taken aback by how good this is. 
Oops. I forgot which way to uh, to steer. Maybe this is still salvageable. Let's see. Is this salvageable? Ooh, I think it is salvageable. I think I can just go under the trailer at a really weird angle. Hit the coupling button. Fifth wheel locked, raising legs, attaching cables, coupled. Nice. The uh, All the electrical cables at the back end of my uh, truck cabin sprawling as they attach to the... Uh, to the shipping container in a very satisfying way. Alright, two hours, 45 minutes later, we'll be in the other Czech Republic city. Uh, my car, my truck, I mean, has just become incredibly difficult to drive with this massive load. Taking a turn, cutting across traffic in a way that I probably shouldn't. But everyone is seeing me and they're stopping. And they're not driving into me, which is nice. I'm going to try and race to get this green light. Oh, nearly had a traffic collision. Yep, we're going to race and get the green light. We're fine. Going across the intersection as it turns orange. Oh, ah, shit. Up the curb. Around. Ah, oh, city, city driving sucks. Get me, get me on that, the country roads, please, Euro Truck Simulator. I really can't stand this stress any longer. I'm weaving back and forth. Going to turn right at this roundabout. I want to be, I'm, I'm at the, uh, I'm in the camera which follows the truck, like it's a kind of like a drone following behind the truck above it, flying above it. I feel like I should be in the cabin cam, but that's kind of harder for me at the moment. I've, I've lost the knack of driving in the cabin cam, uh, but maybe I'll give it a try. I think I'll try hitting number one. Yep, here we are inside the cabin. Okay, this kind of feels easier, but maybe this is a false sense of security I'm experiencing. Going at 40k's an hour in a 50 zone. I'm approaching a large intersection where I want to turn right. Oh, and here we are. Still cruising along at 40 k's an hour. I should really start thinking about uh, visiting those employment agencies, maybe seeing what it's like to buy a second truck and then a second driver. I think that should be a part of this playthrough. I think it should be. Okay. I've successfully navigated an intersection without crashing uh, and now I'm just gonna stop the truck because I see there is a red light ahead. I'm being a really good driver ladies and gentlemen. I'm just gonna reach over and have a delicious sip of this vodka and soda. Um, at the time of me uh, recording it's uh, June 25th and I've just today decided I'm gonna I'm gonna do dry July which is where you don't drink any alcohol alcohol uh, throughout the entirety of the month of July. So hold me to that, listeners. I'm going to do that because I feel like uh, it's it's becoming slightly too easy to uh, drink to, to drink to drink booze for me right now. Um, yeah. Uh, so get ready for a massive series of uh, sober episodes, which is good. Yes. Uh, but for now, I'll savor this this delicious alcoholic beverage. while I delicately control my truck. Shit! I'm in a left-turning lane. Oh, fudge. Oh, no, this is going bad. Oh, fuck, red signal offense, 200 euros. I'm turning right from a left-turning lane. Yeah, my God. Uh, this... <laughs> this is fine, this is fine. 
This is totally fine. All right. Oh, and I need to remember to keep my eye out for uh, for petrol stations. I'm on a road. Uh, 51k's in a 50 zone, but that's okay. It's just popped up to an 80 zone, so I can accelerate. Just drag the side of my trailer along a uh, barrier at the side of the road. I'm actually going to swap to the uh, the outside camera because I think my bad driving is slightly diminished when I'm when I'm not in cabin cam. Yeah. Uh, oh, I want to be in the other lane. Shucks. Uh, let's just make the transition. I can't really see what's behind me, but it can just hope that it's it's not going too fast. Yeah, okay, this is fine. This is fine. We're another two hours, 25 minutes in-game time away from uh, our destination. But we're now up on a highway. We're out of the city roads, out of the small roads, onto the great big roads. Take me to Brune Country Road, West Virginia. Yeah, that song. You know the one. Uh, I don't even know who does that song. Um, shit. Oh, I'm in a slightly shitty traffic situation. The truck is going slower than I want it to do to, to wanted it to in front of me. But that's okay. I managed to control myself enough to not crash into the back of it. Um, the textures in this game, I feel like, have had a bit of an update. There's like a, a glossy shininess to, uh, to the, to the cabin of my shipping container, which wasn't there previously. It's a nice improvement. Yeah, the game feels better after that update, after that long, long update in which I played Legend of Zelda. Um, oh boy. Yeah, that was, that was a weird episode, I think. It felt like I was just going a mile a minute and not really saying anything interesting. Oh shit, in 200 meters there's a petrol station. In what lane? I guess I have to, okay. I have to accelerate past this truck. Oh, I'm not gonna make it. No, fuck it, I am. I'm cutting across the truck. I'm racing through the petrol station. I'm slamming on the brakes, motherfucker. Handbrakes, everything. Oh, I screeched. Oh, Holden, this is perfect. Okay, diesel price, uh, €1.28 per liter, I guess. Press the following key to stop the engine. E. Press and hold the following key to fill the fuel tank. Enter. Okay, total price. I'm just filling up, filling up. 100, 200 euros, 300 euros, 400 euros, 500 euros, 600 euros. When will it be full? 700 euros, 800 euros, 900. That, that's good enough for me. Do I... And I just drive away? Am I stealing the diesel? What is this? Achievement unlocked. Diesel. No petrol. Yeah. I guess I just spent all that money. Alright. If this bus doesn't slow down, I'm going to smash into it. Okay. Thank God. It's, it's slowed down and let me go. Great. Yep. We spent a thousand euros on diesel. Uh, which is what you do when you own a truck, I guess. And now I've got a nice full tank. Yeah. I, I didn't quite let it stop itself uh, I filled it up until I felt uncomfortable with the amount of money that I was spending and then I stopped but now I've got a nice full tank and I probably don't need to do that for a long time hopefully uh, yeah that Legend of Zelda episode it felt like I was just I think I said this at the end of the episode I was so self-conscious about how little of me there was in that episode I mean that that sounds kind of wanky to say but yeah, it was like I was a robot programmed to um, 
programmed to describe. And you know what? I think in this... Like, on, on that theme, on that topic, I want to do a Daniel K. Recommends. Daniel K. has a podcast and he recommends things sometimes. Uh, thank you, Matt. Yeah, I want to recommend a podcast. Or it's more than a podcast, but it is a podcast. It's a podcast called Movies for the Blind. Uh, and it's a Canadian, it's a Canadian woman, uh, who runs a service where she, uh, gets rights-free movies, so mostly old movies from the, like, 30s, 40s, 50s, film noirs, comedies, crime films, all these different films that are, like, you can get on the internet archive or whatever, uh, and she, uh, she puts the audio up on her podcast feed and she's actually really really great at describing uh like the um oh shit there's a tanker on fire at the side of the road holy fuck and there's a man just standing watching it oh my god I'm not joking there was a fuel tanker on fire at the side of the road a full on like truck like a truck's worth of fuel just on fire on fire at the side of the road and a man was standing next to a truck which had been decoupled from it, and he was just standing there watching it burn. Like, he was the truck driver, it caught fire, and he just decoupled the truck, and now he's just watching it burn. That's what I just drove past. Anyway, Movies for the Blind. Yeah, uh... I think if you, if you Google Movies for the Blind, you'll get the website which is associated with the podcast, but it's this Canadian woman, and she's really great at, um... Uh, delivering exposition to describe what's happening on a screen and she delivers it so economically that it doesn't get in the way of the dialogue and she just sort of simplifies it so you only hear what you really need to hear for the movie to make sense and it's so good it's uh, the description of the podcast is like movies that you listen to like audiobooks and that's just what it is I mean, they're old movies, so it's like, uh, you know, the movies that you're listening to are an acquired taste already, but I've, I think I've acquired that taste. Like, I don't really watch movies, but the movies that I watch could just as easily be really old movies, I reckon, and I'd be just as happy watching them. Um, going 5Ks over the limit, but it's okay, it's a long straight road, I don't see any uh, any any cops or, or flashy things, multi-novas, speed cameras. Uh, yeah, so Movies for the Blind, I'll include a link in my podcast description, there's very few episodes on the podcast feed. I think to get around uh, RSS hosting costs, she cycles through the movies regularly. So she'll put a couple up on her podcast feed and then take them down after a couple months and then put new ones up, like in a regular cycle. But what there is, is there's a... Uh, she's got a massive, great big internet archive page with all the movies that she has... Uh, uh, she's commented over on. And so you can just go and just download the straight MP3 files from there, from the internet archive. Um, but yeah, I've got it as a, as a podcast RSS feed in my podcatcher, and I mostly I use it to get to sleep. Because it's like I listen to an old crime film about a train robbery, and she'll be there going... Oh, the man walks over to the chest, and he opens it, and there's a gun inside. Ah, what is this gun inside? See, this is evidence in the crime against you. Oh, the man crosses the floor to speak to the woman. You see, you left his gun in here when you shot the man, and uh, 
Yeah, now there's uh, evidence against you. The woman is shocked. Oh, I didn't know the gun was in there. I should have probably taken it out. She crosses over and takes the gun from him. Why, what are you doing? I've just seen you tampering with evidence. The man is shocked. That kind of thing. It's like, yeah, she's really good at it. I like her. And that's my Daniel K. recommends. Daniel K. And back to driving through the Czech Republic. We've got 39 minutes until we reach this uh, this Bruno city, city of Brunos. Uh, there's a sunflower field on the right of me. The rest of the em- environment has been stock standard, beautiful green countryside. Nothing super exciting, except for a petrol tank, like a petrol tanker that was on fire by the side of the road, which I think I adequately described how insane it was. Like, that's crazy. There was a petrol tanker on fire back there, and a man just standing watching it in front of his truck. He was just watching the petrol tanker burn. I should be in the right lane. I've done it. I'm in the right lane. I wonder what else there is in this game now. Like, what other stuff have they got just randomly on the side of the road? Just this, this one road in the Czech Republic has a petrol tanker on fire and a man sitting in front of his truck watching it, standing in front of his truck watching it. There must be so much more stuff that they've just, like, peppered the side of the road with, I think. This is so exciting. Okay, I've got to do a, a crazy turn to get off the highway and onto the... Uh, and into the city of Bruno, Bruno, Bruna, Bruna, Bruna. Is that a good enough guess? Bruno, Bruno, and into the second city of the Czech Republic. It's probably probably not even like the second most popular city, populous city. All right, I'm gonna turn left. This is looks like a scary intersection. Oh, I'm gonna thread the needle through the traffic. Fucking hell! Oh my god! Okay, I T-boned a tiny red little uh, hatchback. I smashed it and it did a skid across the road. I really messed that person's day up really badly. But I didn't get fined for it. That was totally within my rights, apparently, according to this game. But I did take 1% of vehicle damage. I'm up to 13%. Okay. I'm turning left. Oh, man, there's the hatchback. It's just driven past me. It's obviously started the engine again. I really just totally smashed that car, listeners. Um, yeah, but I feel not super bad about it because the game let me get away with it. All right, we're three minutes away. We're in the city of, of Bruno, of Bern. Uh, there's the tram, Tramory, uh like distribution warehouse I'm not going to go there I'm going to go past it I'm going to turn right at these lights I'm going to get to a totally different warehouse and drop this shipping container off at it okay the the lights have just turned green I'm going to turn right oh man oh man oh what a turn oh Jesus okay okay no that was good that was perfect that was great and now uh, and now I turn right into this massive great big car park in this uh, in this big industrial warehouse, uh, and now I've got to drive around uh, and reverse so that I can get to um, even get to like the menu, the where do you want to park it menu. So let me just do that. Yeah, I I really can't wait until I've I've bought a proper steering wheel for this game. There we are. Okay, press the following key to handle job delivery. Enter. 
Where do you need it for 90 XP? Let's do it. Let's confirm. Okay. Oop. I'm in an okay position. I just need to go forward a bit. Reverse a little further into the car park than I have already, but I'm kind of in an okay position. And now I can just about start to wiggle the cabin around so that I guide the trailer back. Just take it slowly. Oh, oh shit, oh shit, too much. That's too fast. Oh, ah, uh, I've, I've solved, I've fixed this, fixed this bad situation. Oh no, I haven't. Oh no, I've messed it up. Nope, I'm fucked. Nope, 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 this is not working. No, I go around like this. Around like this. And then I need to straighten up and reverse. Okay. Okay, this is better. This is better. Alright, I'm getting my knack back. I'm getting back into the flow of this. This insane minigame. This, this crazy truck reversal minigame. Okay. Okay, okay. Ooh, it's gonna be tied up against the, um... Ah, shit! Okay. Alright. If I just straighten up from here, might be able to just reverse straight back in. Yeah, it's, it's, it's complicated. This is a complicated little... Process. Maybe like this. Maybe like this. Yeah, this feels great. Oh, this feels good. This feels like I've got it right. Yup. No, this feels excellent. Oh, I'm feeling so good. I'm like a couple meters away from getting it just absolutely perfect. Oh, I'm fucking it up! Okay, no, I'm fixing it, I'm fixing it. I'm fixing it. I'm okay. I think I'm gonna be okay. Everything's gonna be alright. Everything's gonna be fine. I've It's okay. Yes! It's okay! I hit T! And I've done it! I've, I'm coupling, lowering the legs, detaching the cords. Excellent. Oh, that felt good. My experience, I'm like two-thirds of the way through level six, almost to level seven. I'm just going to hit the uh, mute button. I'm going to take a, a real quick toilet break, listeners. I'll be back in a second. Okay. Click. Great. So I'm back. We've just finished delivering uh, used packagings from Prague to Brno. Bruno, Brno. Uh, let's continue. Um, yeah. Now let's have a look at the. No, where are we? Not the world map. Oh my god! I've explored four percent of the entire world map of all the roads in the world. I've explored four percent of them. That kind of feels good. Uh, job market and freight market. I wonder what the cargo market is. It's a big button mark cargo market. I'm, I'm kind of too scared to check it out right now. Okay, uh, jobs leaving Brno, Czech Republic. A wheel loader from Brno to Graz, Austria. That's the most expensive cargo. That's kind of looking pretty good. Where's Graz? Oh wait, it's, it's way down in the south. Uh, but if I do that, I'm going to kind of miss out on the chance to visit uh, Slovakia in the east. Let's see if there's anything going to Bratislava in Slovakia. Maybe on the second page? It'll be a cheap job if it is. Yeah, we are! Pressure tanks to Bratislava. No, no, for 4,500. That's pretty good. Let's go to Slovakia! Let's fucking do it! We're going to leave the Czech Republic, we're going to go into Slovakia, and then from Slovakia we can hit up Austria. Beautiful! 
It's high value cargo too, which is why it's such a, it's kind of a short trip. Uh, offer expires in four minutes. Oh my god, set GPS destination. Is it going to be enough time? Oh, it's just around the corner. I got to fucking burn rubber out the wind. At the, at, okay. Gonna get out here. I gotta do. Oh shit! Slam it on the brakes! Okay. I nearly crashed into a truck. Oh no, I'm turning the wrong way. Ah. Oh, shit, I'm in the middle of the road. I have to do like a, t a three point turn to get facing the other way. I hope no one crashes into me. Time's a ticking, listeners. I've gotta get to this job real quickly before it, it just dries up and it goes. And I can't go to Bratislava. I wanna go to Bratislava! Oh my god, imagine the cool things you could see in Bratislava. Hey, Editor Dan, what can you see in Bratislava? Ah, Bratislava, the historical melting pot of European... Uh, what a red signal offence! I forgot to stop at the red turn signal! Shit! I'm a huge fucking moron! Ah, oh, sorry, Editor Dan. Keep on going with your Bratislava thing. <clears throat> Hey, do you like weirdly shaped towers? Because there's one or two of them in Bratislava. Uh, yeah, I, I was, uh, I've done a little bit of looking at Bratislava now, and I'm particularly smitten with the Slovak radio building and the, um, and the Kamzik TV tower, which are both, uh, sort of nearby, at least, Bratislava. I think the Slovak radio building is definitely within Bratislava. And the Kamzik TV tower is in the, uh, in the Bratislavsky Lenski Park, which is a forest park. Uh, sit, set, I guess, in the foothills of the Little Carpathian Mountains that border, border, um, Slovakia and, and Austria. But the Kamzik TV tower in the forest park is this gigantic, stretched-out, crazy diamond. It looks really awesome. It looks real cool. Yeah, uh, check out the Kamzik TV tower. Maybe I'll manage to squeeze it into the thumbnail somewhere. The uh, the Slovak radio building is a gigantic inverted pyramid. It's it's, it's groovy, yeah. Uh, how about that? Is that good enough? Oh, that sounds interesting. Is there anything else? Oh, well, do you like art? Because there's art galleries in Bratislava. There's a bunch of them. Um, yeah, there's the the National Gallery. There's what's called the City Gallery. Uh, there's uh, mostly they, God. They love their modern art. Uh, Bratislava is on the Danube River. And there's a modern art gallery called the the Danubia, and it's got a sculpture park by the banks of the Danube. That looks okay, um, but I kind of like the look of the National Gallery and the City City Gallery. And you can go there, you can check out the artworks. But this guy, this guy called Anton Yasuk, Yasuch, Anton Yasuk, Anton Yasuch, Anton Yasuch, died in '65, born in 1882. Uh, Yasuch spelt J-A-S-Z-U-S-C-H. I love this guy. I've just been looking at his paintings now. I'd call him, um, he's Slovakian, which is why his paintings are all through the, the Slovak National Gallery and the Bratislava City Gallery and all those places. Um, I'd call his paintings, uh, post-impressionist. They've kind of got like a falvy kind of feel to them. 
but just in a more sort of generalized post-impressionalist kind of vibe, you know, like uh, like Van Gogh. Things are just like, ooh, funny colors, ooh, strange, slightly affected by uh, the inner world of the artist, but still a beautiful landscape nonetheless, and some of them are, ooh, almost expressionistic in how, how bizarre the landscape is. Probably I'm going to stick some of them in the thumbnail too, yeah. Anton Yasich, you're a cool dude. I like you, Anton Yasich. Maybe the thumbnail will just be like a little collage of Anton Yasich paintings with trucks in them, and then the then the uh, Bratislava radio tower, TV tower, right smack bang stuck through the middle of it, or something like that. I don't goddamn know. Who knows? Not me. <laughs> we'll see. You know. Um, how about that? Is that good enough? Bratislava, check it out. Okay, cool. Well, great. We've arrived at the uh, at the. Uh, at the business freight market, is the job still available? Pressure tank to Bratislava, high value cargo. Offer expires in one minute. Take the job, Gina. Take the fucking job. We're gonna do the job. Yeah, trailer is ready. Oh yeah, we're gonna deliver these fucking pressure tanks to Bratislava like a motherfucker, listeners. Yes, we're gonna do it. No one else in the world can do what I'm gonna do right now. One minute until the job expires. I don't see any other truck drivers in this car park reversing their truck up into the trailer. Only me. Only Gina. Only I. Am I going? Am I going to Bratislava with his pressure tanks? That's right. I'm like a goddamn legend superhero doing a job no one else is gonna do. That's that's me for for four thousand goddamn euros. Let's couple up the trailer. There we are. Alright, just a one hour and 58 minutes of in-game time. This is a pretty cramped little car park in this uh, in this industrial, this kind of warehouse complex. It's kind of around a bend behind the warehouse where the, uh, the trailer is. So I've got to sort of go around. Man, city driving is always what gets me. Because I can't see... I'm now about to exit the car park. I can't see what's coming. I can't see if there's anything to the left or the right of me. I should be uh, slow and cautious, but I just can't. It's so, so much effort. So let's just go, let's be brash and bold and let's just accelerate out of the car park. And it's paid off. Apart from me jamming the pressure tanks up against the side of the road, which I've just done. Oh man, I'm actually really stuck. Um, oh shit. Okay, there we are. I reversed up. I've saved the situation. Now I'm kind of driving out. Okay, okay, there we are. There we are. Now it's going good. Now I'm out on the road. I've turned out of the car park. I'm turning right. Got to remember to stop at red signals, otherwise I get euros taken out of my bank account by the police. Which is fair enough. I shouldn't go through red signals. I'll cause crashes. It'll be bad. Like, remember that red hatchback? I just totally ruined. I just clipped it from uh, from the side and it did a spin across the road and I just ruined it. Yeah, that kind of thing. Alright. I just successfully stopped at a red signal and now I'm going after it turned green. So I hope you're all real proud of me. Um, yeah. Editor Dan, was there anything else in Bratislava that's interesting? Oh, hey, one more thing. Uh, listeners, do you enjoy, uh, disgusting things? Like, uh, <laughs> repulsive architecture? Because there's a church... In Bratislava. Now, Bratislava is right on the border 
of Slovakia, right between the Czech Republic and Austria and Hungary. Like Bratislava is right near Hungary, Hungary, Austria, and and the Czech Republic. And there's this uh, this Hungarian Catholic church in Bratislava called the Church of Saint Elizabeth, but uh, it's more colloquial, colloquially known as the Blue Church. It's built in 1909 uh, in an Art Nouveau style. Uh, it's this boxy little church in an Art Nouveau style, but it's, it's blue and white. It's so kitsch. It looks like a cake. It looks like a dis- like like a I don't know. It looks like a I don't know, like a perfume box. It looks like a perfume box is what it really looks like. Like that's trying to convey fanciness to the the people, poor poor people spending their money on perfume. Sorry. Yeah. So check out check out the Blue Church. Check out the the Kamzik TV tower. Check out the Slovak radio building. Check out the art galleries. There's a pretty cool castle, but I guess there's pretty cool castles everywhere you goddamn look in Europe. It's got yeah. So don't even yeah. That's it. Bratislava. Check it out. Back to you, Dan. A mám chodit na prehliadku od pondelka až do piatku. Cez víkend si musím merať tlak. Okay, that's good to know. Oh boy, Bratislava, huh? Hey, can you tell me about a person from the history of Bratislava? No, I can't, Dan. Oh yeah, that's real interesting. Just turning right onto the highway. I'm leaving. I'm leaving this Czech city, the city of Bruno. Berno. I'm gonna get up onto the highway and turn uh, turn right, drive along to the east to get to Bratislava. Okay, cool. Here we go. All right. <clears throat> so we're up on the highway now. Uh, Bratislava and B Bistrica. And there were some other cities which I didn't really see. I should probably buy... I should probably invest in the Eastern Expansion, which opens up cities in, uh... in this kind of... this kind of region. Like Hungarian cities, Czech cities, Slovakian cities, those kind of cities. Yeah, you know the ones. Um, I should probably invest in that. That sounds pretty good, doesn't it? Either that or Scandinavia. But none of the Scandinavian... Like, I, I remember the Scandinavian Expansion... None of the like I can't go to can't go to Iceland, which is kind of why I'd want to do the Scandinavian expansion is going to Iceland. Man, I just want to go to Iceland. Oh, how I wish I was in Iceland. Um. Oh shit! Look at this. The cops have pulled someone over. They've pulled over a blue van. Someone's getting a ticket. That's another random thing happening at the side of the road. Someone's getting a ticket. Oh, cool. Oh, this game. Oh, man. Oh, I'm so excited to see more shit happening. We've seen a petrol tanker on fire, and now we've seen the cops ticketing someone. This is great. We've got another another one hour, 20 minutes. Um, uh, the countryside that I'm driving through is kind of flat farmland. They can see farms... I can see picket fences, I can see hay bales, I can see barns, I can see warehouses every now and again, there's a petrol station. Uh, over there there's what looks like a water tower, way off in the distance. Um, hey, I got another Daniel K. Recommends. Daniel K. 
has a podcast and he recommends things sometimes. Yeah, that water tower over there reminds me of uh, some some great artists which you should check out, do some research on. Are you ready for this? You should have a look at the German photographers uh, Bernd und Hiller Becker. Bernd and Hiller Becker. There'll be links in the episode description. Um, they're associated with the new topographics movement of the 70s, uh, but really they are um, uh, Dusseldorf school artists. So the Duf- Dusseldorf school of photography involves uh, like very clear, crisp, beautiful uh, photographs of uh, kind of uh, mundane but complex scenes. Like one of the most famous Dusseldorf school photographs is uh, a very high elevation shot of uh, of uh, a shopping shopping centre and all the aisles, uh, aisle after aisle of produce of of products, uh, sort of disappearing away into the distance and all the people shopping for their goods. Uh, but but Burned and Hiller Becker. They embarked in this photography project. Shit, I'm in the wrong lane. I've got to cut across dangerously. Okay, there was no crashes. Okay, that's the right turning lane to be, be, a, be a striker or something like that. Yeah, Burned and Hiller Becker. For like 30 years, 40 years maybe, uh, they embarked on this photography project where they'd go around Germany and also around France and Belgium and Europe and, and, and Britain and the whole world. They even went to America. And they photographed specific industrial buildings. Uh, like, they photographed water towers from all over the world. Uh, these, like, very stark, uh, brutalist sort of sort of buildings made of concrete and slabs. Uh, and they photographed them all uh, as, as similarly as they could in neutral lighting from a set distance so that every single photo was basically exactly the same and the only difference that you could notice was uh, the individual differences in the objects themselves, in the water towers themselves. And so you're left with an, uh, an impression of water towers as being just what they are, like individuals. So they're built to a plan, but the environment around the water tower, and also specifically the like the era that it was built in, kind of dictate the look of the water tower a little bit. And you only really see that, how unique every single water tower is, when you see 20 different water towers one after another in a massive book of just photos of water towers. And they did it with blast furnaces as well, uh, and gas tanks, like massive industrial gas traps. That's really, that's a very interesting body of work. Burned and Hillebecker. Um, if you look them up online, you're going to see their, uh, their, uh, I think, is it, is it, um, not, not topographies. Like, you're going to see lots of grid images. Like, uh, six different images all in the same picture. And that's not, that's not my favourite way to look at their photos. I think if you can... Go to a library and try and find a book by Burned and Hillebecker where each image that they took is on a separate page and you can just flip through the books. Um, maybe when I post... Yeah, you know what? I'm calling this now. 
when I post this episode, I'm going to include a Twitter thread of, of artwork by Burns and Hiller Becker, which I like. So there'll be photographs that I've taken of, uh, of, of pictures in books by Burns and Hiller Becker. Holy shit, listeners. Uh, a loan installment just came out. But I'm, I'm driving through... Because I was talking about Burns and Hiller Becker, I wasn't describing the tunnel that I just went through and the bridge over a lock that I just went through. Like a big wide kind of river. And there was a tugboat in the river. And there was a lit tunnel which I went through. I don't remember ever going through a tunnel before. I think I think that tunnel was a new element to the game, maybe? Anyway, I'm real close to Bratislava. And in fact, it says Bratislava discovered. Uh, I'm, I'm approaching an intersection where I'm going to turn left. Uh, there's a wind farm to my right. One, two, three, four, five... Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Yeah, uh, thirteen, fourteen. Lots and lots of wind turbines. That's exciting. That's pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, if, if you're listening to this, go to the Twitter page and, and look for when I posted the link to this particular episode. Beneath it, there'll be a thread of artwork by Burns and Hiller Becker. That's my Daniel K recommends. That's what I recommend you do. Approaching the intersection, I need to slow down and stop because I'm going to smash into a blue hatchback if I don't. I just missed it. It's fine. I'm going to head, head to the city centre, according to that sign. Uh, I've gone across the intersection safely now. Uh, I'm just three minutes away from the uh, the place where I'm dropping this off. Um, yeah. And should I leave it there? Should I leave the episode there? Here in Bratislava? You know what I'll do? Here in Bratislava, I might try and have a look at some employment agencies and see what's involved in hiring a driver I'll probably need to buy a new truck but you know what I've got I've got 50,000 euros I do have a loan at the moment so it would be pretty dumb of me to take a second loan but I wouldn't mind seeing how that worked maybe I could get a second driver to drive a second truck for me and make more money that I lose from the loan let's try that we'll drop off this these pressure tanks oh shit oh shit I should be reversing. Oh, there's there's cars behind me. I can't reverse. If I reverse, will they move out of the way? Go on, go back. Go back. Horn. Fucking get out of my way. I obviously want to reverse. Oh no, I gotta go around the block. Ah, shit. Fuck me. Why won't they reverse? There's just two cars behind me sitting there like dickheads. You reckon I can do a U-turn at this this red light intersection safely? Absolutely not. Am I drunk enough to try it? Yes, I absolutely am. I'm going to fucking do a U-turn in the middle of this intersection because I'm a motherfucking madman and I've had way too much vodka and soda and dry July can't come soon enough for me, listeners. No, you motherfucker! Okay, okay, cool. I nearly crashed into a, right, a white hatchback but I managed to not do it. And I've pulled off, frankly, an amazing U-turn in the middle of that intersection. And I haven't even been fined for it. And now I'm going past... I'm going past the BCP industrial complex, where I need to turn into. Going through the boom gates. They're up. I'm going to drive into the... Uh, into the highlighted square, which, which will bring up a menu, which will let me uh, park this cargo wherever they want it. Here we go. Press enter to handle parking. Where where do you need it? Asks Gina for an extra 90 XP. Confirm. Proceed to unloading area. Where is it? 
I don't know. I don't see where it is. Is it around this corner? I guess I better try driving around the corner. Man, this is a pretty tight... This is a pretty complicated complex. This complex is super complex. Oh man, is it over there? It's in a pretty sh pretty tight spot if it is over there. What am I gonna do about that? Ah, oh, this is gonna suck. Ah, oh, this is gonna suck. Alright, let's see how we do. Um, okay, I'm coming at this parking space in completely the wrong uh, direction. I'm gonna stop here. And I'm gonna start reversing so that I can be facing the other way. Ah, this is this is terrible. No, 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 no. Okay. Ah, jeez. Oh my god. Okay. I fucked up so much that I'm just gonna keep on fucking up. Okay, and I'm fucking up in the other direction. So that it's actually coming right. Oh my god, I'm going around in a crazy circle, listeners. I'm going around in such a crazy circle that I'm now facing in the right direction. I went the wrong way around, so I'm at the right direction now. And now I just need to straighten up. And now I'm going to reverse... Well, that was a stroke of genius. Oh no, I'm ruining it. Okay, I just got to fix this up by heading in the other direction. Man, this is the hardest goddamn bullshit. Okay, I'm facing the right direction, but I'm miles away from where I need to be. Um, there's a weird, unearthly rumble. Don't really know what that is. Maybe it's whatever industrial plant this is, doing whatever work that they do. Ah, oh, damn it. Ah, oh, jeez. Oh, no. Okay. Oh boy, this just absolutely sucks. Oh no, I've almost like, I've ruined it so I'm almost 100% wrong again. Facing the wrong direction. Oh. oh no. Are these barrels, can I push over these barrels? Maybe if I hit them with the truck they'll just um... Ah, oh, this sucks so much. Oh no. Alright, editor Dan, edit in the time code for when people want, like, if, if someone wants to skip to when I'm, I'm, f I'm finished, edit in that time code. 52 minutes. Yeah, thanks, editor Dan. Everyone else, you're just gonna listen to me going, ugh, um, ugh, jeez, oh no, for a whole bunch of time. Times. I might be talking about something interesting. I don't really know about that, though. I don't, don't have anything else interesting in my head to say. You're listening to the Troidal Powers Let's Plays, audio-only Let's Plays? I'm listening to Troidal Power. I love that guy. I like his, um... I like his podcast a lot. Uh... What's he doing recently? He's doing that weird, uh, Japanese... Um... Dragon Ball Z game. And also... Oh, shit... If you're not listening to the Duck Blur podcast, which is now a, a year-round Christmas podcast, they've recently done a really fun bonus episode uh, about Dragon Ball Z, which I think is really fun, and which you should probably check out. 
they're like two. Then they're like because I'm kind of hiding them. I'm not going to do the jingle or anything, but they're think two things I recommend. Look at the uh, Dragon Ball Z bonus episode of the It's a Duck Blur podcast. There's going to be four more of them, apparently. Also, check out uh, Troidal Powers. Uh, Troidal Power presents the Power Playthroughs podcast with your host, Troidal Power Podcast. That podcast has just started a new Pokemon Nuzlocke. So if you're excited about Pokemon Nuzlocke's, which I always am, then you've got another one to listen to. Just going to Mareep. Oh, I'd love to have a Mareep. I like Mareeps. Um, he's playing Pokemon, what, Heart Gold or something? Which is like an expanded, uh, extra good edition of the Pokemon Heart... No, Pokemon Gold, I think? It's on the Nintendo DS. I should buy a Nintendo DS. Hey, you know what I did today, listeners? I went to an op shop today with my little son. My little son, Joseph. Oh, shit! Okay, I can just decouple, decouple, decouple the trailer. Bang! Done. Hi, everyone who decided to skip ahead in time. Excellent. I just got an excellent rating. I got a bunch of money. I got a bunch of XP. 261 XP. Shit. Uh, one more job like that and we'll pop over to level 7. But what I was saying was, today I went to the op shop with my little kid Joseph. Uh, and I found in the book section a manga novelization of the uh, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time games. There's a manga novelization of the Legend of Zelda... No, Leg- yeah, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time games. And of course I bought them. It was just the first two volumes, but I bought them. Because you know what I thought? I'm going to get my son a DS when he's old enough to play a DS. And I'm going to get him the Legend of Zelda games. And it's going to play them just like I played them when I was a kid. That's right. And whether, yeah, people wonder why neo-Nazis uh, bloom like wildflowers. It's because we're just hairdos to the left of our parents. And they're just earrings to the left of theirs, or whatever the whatever that song is. I don't even know what that song is. I studied it in high school, or I pretended to high, to study it in high school for like a social studies class or something like that. Anyway, yeah, I'm just gonna make my son do everything that I think is fun, and he's gonna think it's fun because he's like a he's like a little kid. He doesn't know what's fun yet. I I get to tell him what is. It's great. I'm gonna get him a Nintendo DS, and it'll be great. So stay tuned for those updates when he's way older than he is now. Too young to operate a Nintendo DS. That's how old my son is. All right, let's continue. And now, did I say that we're going to try and hire a new driver? Oh, my God. I guess I just get a... Yeah, let's, let's just start driving around. And let's get the hell out of this insane factory. I hope I don't have to come back here. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on, like, dead time now. I'm driving around but not making any money driving around. And I've got loans. I've got bills to pay, so I can't really be doing this kind of thing. But I do want to look around for... There's, like, a question mark over there. Let's go see what that question mark is. I should probably save the game in case I have a massive smash. Let's do that. Let's quickly save the game. Or is that cheap? Where's the save option? Photo studio. Vehicle browser. Save and load. Here we are. Save game. Gina01. Save. Yes. Cool. So if I have a massive five car pile up and it costs me a million euros, I can just load the game. Uh, I'm approaching an intersection. Uh, it's a red light. I'm going to start stopping. I've stopped. 
and then when it turns green I'll stop stopping and go through the intersection uh, and there is what I guess there's like a an area of the map where there's a building with a big question mark on it I'm gonna go see what that is as soon as this green line happens do I need to be closer here we are here it comes yeah once again I'm gonna race the oncoming traffic oh the oncoming traffic turned right ahead of me they beat me but that's a good option too because it means we didn't crash uh, the lights ahead of me just turned green. I'm going to go through the intersection and turn right. I'm going to see what this building is here on this street. Uh, going around the corner, 20 k's now. It's a Mercedes-Benz truck dealership. Mercedes-Benz truck dealership discovered. Oh, okay. Let's see. Press the following key to visit the truck dealer. Enter. Maybe we can buy a second truck and hire a driver. That'd be crazy. Okay, I've got 61,000 euros. I could trade in my Renault and I'd pay 39,000 for this new black Mercedes-Benz car. It's a an Actros truck. Mercedes-Benz Actros low roof sleeper truck. Left hand steering, 320 horsepower. List price 101,000. Uh, my trade in value is $61,000 for my Renault. It looks okay, I guess. A black Mercedes-Benz? That's, that's one of 12 trucks. I bet it's the cheapest truck. Let's see what else there is. And the next one is the same price, pretty much. 105000 It's a big white Mercedes-Benz. A new Actros. Mercedes-Benz new Actros Stream Space truck. Okay, the next one is a big step up, 149,000. Let's go back to the 100,000 one, 101,000. So can I get a loan? Where's my... Do I have to visit a separate loan agency? Do you really want to leave the truck dealership? Yes. How much money do I make? Let's, let's go exit, let's have a look at our business stats. Where are we? Progress history? Uh-huh. Um, no. Skills. External contracts. Freight market. I wish I could see... How do I get to my income? Where's my income? I want to look at how much... Profit. Every seven days I make 71,000 euros. So how do I get a loan? Truck manager. One. Renault Premium. Garage slots available. One. I don't like the sound of that. Cost of upgrading to small garage. 180,000. Cost of upgrading to big garage. 100,000. That doesn't make any sense. Average daily profit. 14,000 euros. This uh, driver manager, Gina. Garage slots available one doesn't sound good to me. Um, recruitment agency. Let's have a look at this. So there's none in Slovakia that I've found yet. In the Czech Republic, there's one in Prague. I guess I'd have to go there. My recruitment network. Discover more agencies to have a wider selection of drivers for hire. 
our recruitment agency here in um, Slovakia. I haven't been able to find one on the map. And there's no more question mark buildings here on the map. Looks like there's no recruitment agencies in Bratislava, Slovakia. Cool. Okay. Um, how long have I been recording? An hour. Okay. That means it is time for me to call it a night. Uh, let me exit. And let me quit. Because I've already saved. That's near enough. That's good enough. Cool. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for uh, accompanying me on this episode. Sorry it kind of trailed off just in the last couple minutes, but uh, yeah, what I discovered about the recruitment agency side of this uh, truck simulator is that it's way more complicated than I want it to be. I guess that's what I want it to be, is more complicated than I want it to be, because recruitment of uh, employees in a business, that's not a simple thing to do, is it? If I was in charge of doing that, I'd probably freak the fuck out and not be able to figure it out, you know? What is this? I've just... What the hell? Here on my on my work desk, I've got my uh, physical copy of Final Fantasy X Remastered. I've just caught sight of... There's a picture on the back of it. They've got all these pictures from... In the game. Uh, picture of, uh, of Titters standing in some water looking happy... A uh, picture of Yuna and, and Lulu and Riku together. A picture of uh, some some characters I don't recognise. Uh, Titters and Yuna together. Titters and Yuna together. And then there's this one picture of Yuna holding a gun. What the fuck is up with that? She's just see her holding a gun. I've played like 40 hours of this game. She doesn't have a gun, does she? I haven't seen a a gun in Final Fantasy X. Does she get a gun? Does Yuna get a gun in Final Fantasy X? She's just here on the back of the box holding a great big gun. That's crazy. What's she doing with a, a handgun? That's not like her. She normally uses a rod. And she doesn't even use it for attacking. If you attacked with the rod, you wouldn't do any damage unless you'd done some crazy uh, flip-flopping on the sphere grid with Yuna. Maybe put her through... Um, her through Walker's path, and she'd get super strength up and everything, and she could use her uh, her um, her summoner's pole to just bash people to death with. But she's just sitting there with a gun. What's she doing with a gun? It's really weird. The box was just on my desk, and it, I couldn't make sense of what I was seeing. Yuna? With a gun? What's up with that? <laughs> Mám dodržiavať pitný režim, ak chcem, aby som to prežil, ak sa mienim držať nad vodou. Zabudnúť na smelé plány, nie som tým, kým som bol v lani, a to zo zdravotných dôvodov. A mám chodiť na prehliadku, od pondelka až do piatku, cez víkend si musím merať tlak. Ak bude tak pravidelný, môžem dúfať, no nie veľmi, že snáď chytím predposledný vlak.